0: Chapter twenty four of the Valiant Runaways by Gertrude Atherton. This Librivox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson Chapter twenty-four Hill met them as they entered the living room. His eyes were full of news. Well, boys, he said, I don't know that you're in for another adventure, but you can call it by that name when you get home if you like. Leastways there ain't no doubt about its being an experience. The boys forgot the waiting breakfast. "'What is it?' they demanded simultaneously. "'Quick, quick!' "'It's this. "'I don't suppose you know more about the history of your country than most kids do. "'Well, Alvarado and General Castro are your two big men.' "'We know that,' interrupted Roldan scornfully. "'Oh, you do? "'Then maybe you know who's governor at the present moment?' "'Mitchell Torina.' he was sent from mexico people don't like him and they despise the men he brought with him still more so well i always did say you was a remarkable kid Rolly. however this is the way the case stands now alvarado's mad as hops to be ousted for a foreigner so to speak and castro's been bailing for some time because general vallejo's been promoted ahead of him so the 2 an em determined on a revolution they had a skirmish on Selina's Plains that didn't decide much, and then Alvarado and Castro marched south from ranch to ranch. You just levanted in time, persuading the rancheros to uphold their cause and give them their sons. As they have a way with them, of course, they got all the recruits they wanted, to say nothing of the finest horses in stock. Caponara after Caponara. They say the sight when they marched into Los Angeles was something to go hungry for, Of course, all Los Angeles went over to such triumphant-looking rebels, and today or tomorrow there's going to be a big battle. I only heard this morning. Old Sanchez's brother came post-haste about two hours ago for his gun and as many men and horses as he could rum up. Of course, Alvarado marched down the coast valleys, so old Carrillo and his neighbors are eating their breakfast in blissful ignorance. And shall we really see a great battle? demanded Roldan, faintly he was pale his nostrils were twitching alvarado castro Mitchell, torina well you can if you bolt that there breakfast the horses'll be here in about twenty minutes and a battle something i'm pining to see too the boys ate their breakfast rapidly and in silence a half hour later they were galloping furiously for los angeles escorted by the equally enthusiastic hill the river was low and quiet The horses swam it without let from tide or snag. Even Aidan forgot to cross himself. Beyond was the high hill that lies directly to the north of Los Angeles. Its surface seemed in motion. It looked like a huge anthill. Them's women, said Hill, a few moments after they had left the river behind them. Women and children. The fight must be on. Hist! Do you hear that? All three reined in the sound of cannonading distant but distinct came to their ears without a word they lashed their mustangs and made for the city they entered it in a few moments it looked like a necropolis not a human being was to be seen they spurred back to the hill and began the ascent then paused for a few moments it was a wild and tragic scene hundreds of women and children their hair streaming in the high wind were kneeling with uplifted crosses praying aloud when they were not weeping a few men americans were passing to and fro among them administering encouragement but their gaze also was directed anxiously to the north hill dismounted and approached one of the americans conferred with him a moment then returned to the impatient boys they are fighting in the san fernando valley three leagues to the north he said we've got no time to lose they were less than an hour reaching the battlefield during that hour roldan scarcely knew how he felt when he left the hacienda he was possessed by an intense curiosity only but with that first dull boom something new and fierce had leapt to life within him every few moments his fingers moved round to the hip pocket that held his pistols the weeping women and children had made him quiver from head to foot as they approached the battlefield and powder smoke mingled with the green fragrance of winter He thought that his nostrils would burst. His eardrums were splitting with the thunder of cannon. Suddenly, Hill caught him by the arm. "'Look,' he cried, "'there be Alvarado and Castro over there, "'and Mitchell Torina's on t'other side. "'Ain't they magnificent specimens? "'Why, what's the matter?' "'Let me go,' said Roldan. His face was deeply flushed, his eyes blazed. "'Come, Aidan, come, Aidan!' he shouted an alvarado an alvarado holy smoke cried hill you don't say you're meaning to fight after sweating for a month to get clear of the whole business but roldan grasping the bridle of the less enthusiastic adan was already far ahead the boys rode straight into the melee firing through the smoke until their ammunition was exhausted even adan after the first few moments lost all sense of fear "'and following Roldan's example snatched the gun from a fallen soldier "'and fired and reloaded until his hands were blistered "'and his eyes half sightless with smoke. "'Roldan, obeying his dominant instinct, "'pushed his way rapidly to the front, attracting much attention. "'Someone recognised him, and during one of the many pauses "'of this not very systematic and furious battle, "'someone cheered the little Don. "'The cheer was taken up vociferously. "'It boomed across the battlefield.' a moment later a man came dashing across with a flag of truce the cheering was supposed by the enemy to herald the advance of reinforcements the truce was accepted without explanations and roldan was hurried into the presence of alvarado that famous governor was sitting on a magnificent charger caparisoned with carved leather red velvet silver and gold his black eyes were smiling although the rest of his pale stern face was composed so this is the runaway he said i demanded you from your father and he was much embarrassed to confess that you had fled to escape the conscription well i am glad you did for you have saved the day for me but it is time you were in monterey for you've got the face of the leader of men and the sooner your education begins the better will you come with me your father will not refuse The blood was pounding in Roldan's ears, but he managed to reply calmly that he would go. He was then presented to General Castro, a man of fine military bearing, with classic features, but dark and stern. His eyes were as sombre as Alvarado's. Doubtless both knew that their day would be short, their great gifts wasted in this faraway land, as remote from the great civilizations where lasting reputations are made as had it been on another planet he shook roldan warmly by the hand but he did not smile yes he said it will be a pleasure to train you and as you are young and malleable you will adapt yourself to the new order of things when it comes both alvarado and I will write to your father I am sure he will send you to us in Monterey and then they graciously dismissed him as the boys left the battlefield they came upon Hill who was sitting on a hillock eating a sandwich when roldan had told his story the american replied shake Rolly, you've got a heap of genius but you've got a dern sight more luck you'll get there one way or another if the skies fall and i wish you luck i do for the fact don jim said roldan gravely have you another sandwich we are very hungry end of chapter twenty four end of the valiant runaways by gertrude atherton Read by Lynn Thompson in the Willamette Valley.